Sing your song, Ari. Woo! <laughs> We're all back. I don't want to get a season desist letter from Come on. Snoop. Yes. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> oh man, actually, this is. That I didn't works. hold it long enough. That works it for my long. copy. Live from your ESG UFO. In the form of Ari, the Data Queen. It's a Business Pants Friday show here at October 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. Yes, yeah, Friday, Friday the 13th. What? Studios featuring all your favorites, Ari, the Data Queen, Jesse, the Money Whisperer, and Analyst Hole, Matt Muscardi. Yeah. My Analyst Holeness is going to say that Damien had written October 32nd. <laughs> but I'm such a pro that I, I changed it and live. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I don't know. I don't know what I did. On today's weekly wrap-up. Let's see if you can figure out where Damien changed it live in his speech patterns. I was born on Friday the 13th, so it's all good for me. On on today's wow. weekly wrap-up, CEOs who wear their That's jeans in the shower, gender <laughs> gap award winners, flexible core values, and the UN's Green Climate Fund. I, really? We're talking about that? Okay, sure. <laughs> I have some new sound effects for you this week, too. Good, thank God. Like. <laughs> that sounds scary. That's, that's, for, that's for right before um, we, you know, are about to announce a, some giant bomb. I was going to say that's. And Ari's about to or sing. Or tsunami. You're just adding this to my I think it is a tsunami alert. All right. Are we going to. What are we doing this week? What's our thing? Who are you? I mean, I, I, do you Spooky. want me to tell you again what we're talking about? Or do you want to just get into the show? No, <laughs> let's get into the show. But you, don't you have to explain to I'm the waiting. other humans who listen to this? No, right, nobody cares. Yeah. A, oh, we're back to the old. I thought music. you were getting new music. <laughs> it's all restored. It's so disappointing. This. No, oh, it automatically turns itself off now. So you kept the hey, one wait. thing I hate the most. That's I kept it as a punishment because oh. you deleted all my files. <laughs> All right, Friday show, wrap up. We've got story of the week, good liest, most exhausting. What else? <laughs> Asshole. You're supposed to do that before. No. Oh, my goodness. No. Story of the Let's week. Here we go. Uh, CEOs in war. Oh. <laughs> this, is why I, this is why I'm so depressed this week, but here we go. Uh, lots of CEOs making them their personalities known during this uh, depressing week where there is a war in the Mideast. Uh, first, we had Bill Ackman going after Harvard, saying that he wanted Harvard to release the names of students blaming Israel for the Hamas attacks. The Hamas attacks? I think it's Hamas. I did say Hamas, yeah. <laughs> I think you're hungry. Uh, the ADL boss slams CEOs who stay silent. Uh, Apollo CEO calling for Penn, University of Pennsylvania leaders, to resign after he says they refuse to strongly condemn anti-Semitism. We've got Elon Musk arguing with the EU commissioner over disinformation on X. And finally, we have yet another one, a, C a CEO in Israel, a billionaire. He and his wife both just quit the board of Har Harvard's Kennedy School of Business after slamming the college's... Uh, President Claudine Gay's after her response to the students' protest. So, and I, and I only added that one because what kind of a board is it anyway? If it him and his wife get on the board, what, what are we doing here? What kind of governance is that? What are we doing? Also, what's the point with quitting? Don't you want to be there and bring all your friends? Come on. I guess it's a. I don't know. They don't yeah. know how like boards work here. I looked at this guy. This guy is so busy with so much nonsense and bullshit that uh, I, I think it was a, it's like a vanity quit. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, he, I think he's just there for vanity. He didn't even go to Harvard. I don't even know why he's there on this board at all. But anyway, CEOs in the war, the first big story of the week. I almost actually made the Apollo CEO assholiest of the week because what he did was go out and say that, um, that all donors mm -hmm. to the University of Pennsylvania should only donate $1 in protest to their response. And then I looked it up and Apollo was one of the, they, they didn't end up backing it, but they were going to finance Elon Musk's deal to buy X. And it's like, this is, huh. he's mm -hmm. like, this is after he said anti-Semitic things all over Twitter, like yeah. prior to yeah. buying it. And you were going to back that guy because it's, 
you know, like there's, you think there's money in it and then you're going to withhold money from a university because you're protesting yeah. and demanding that other no billionaire logic. donors, like this is like billionaires saying, do as I say, not as I do. That's billionaire math right there. I got to yeah, tell you, like you this is the weirdest thing, the weirdest reason why, and this is why I included the story is that the, the, the target of the universities is the strangest part of the story to me. They're, they're going hard after students of all things. I don't, it's an unusual wrinkle. Feels it feels dystopian. It feels no. It feels like like snowflakeism has we've reached peak conservative billionaire snowflakeism, right? Like we were at peak liberal snowflakeism, you know, back in the Emma days when we were getting beeped for saying things like Canada's nice. Um, you know, that's when they were, everything was a knee jerk reaction on the left. Now it's like boycott everyone. On the on the like on the right, it's all uh, coming from the right. Well, I don't understand. What I've heard more of this week are CEOs. They're always they're, they happen to be billionaires this week. I don't know why. They're they're very these are very wealthy CEOs, spending way much way more airtime going out for students than than the actual yeah the actual perpetrators <laughs> of the violence in the middle. No, I'm serious. Like you're laughing, but I'm absolutely serious. It is it's very odd. It's very odd. Number two. Also, yeah. does every CEO have to say something? Oh wow! Do we come full full circle? Uh, we're conservatives. We're yeah. the conservatives. Yeah, I don't mind them saying things. I, I just That's find what Vivek their, says. Just find their behavior to be a bit odd. I just I'm find so targeting sad. students to be really awkward. I don't know. Mm. All right. Uh, number two story of the week: Movie theater giant AMC. That's AMC Entertainment. Their, their CEO Adam Aaron. He is revealed as the mystery CEO who fell victim to a catfish blackmail scheme. He called an elaborate <laughs> criminal extortion. This is I, this is our first CEO catfish story, right? The first known CEO who got caught up in a catfishing scandal, sending isn't nudes this, of himself. Yeah, but isn't this someone hacked my account on Twitter? Kind of no. catfish story. I mean, no, I know he's not saying that. Yeah, but that's the feel of the story, right? Like, because he mistook someone. The person who catfished him said their name was like Mia and they were like Russian or something like that. And he mistook them for a ballerina not named Mia who he had an extramarital affair with. Oh my God. And like totally different, like like a totally different person, totally different name. He was like, oh, is, th is that you? Must and, be the same person. Was, <laughs> if you read the text, it was like, no, it's not that person. You didn't get catfished. You just clearly didn't keep it in your pants and are happy to take pictures of it. You out saw of your what pants. you wanted to see. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he, and no pun intended, but he's exposing himself for who he truly is, which is an an <laughs> old, out of touch white dude, right? I mean, I guess mm. the race has nothing to do with it, but but he's an out of touch old guy. <laughs> and why do I mention that? Because we're talking about a, a a failing movie theater chain, right? That has only gotten hope this year from of all things Taylor Swift and Barbie, right? Oh. So two of the opposite extremes of his old maildom. And I looked into our data. This guy has 41% of uh, influence at his company. In fact, the top three influencers at AMC uh, control 65% influence. They're all dudes and their average age is 72. So maybe maybe this is why AMC Entertainment sucks, right? And so I'm not surprised. Honestly, I'm not surprised that this guy fell for a catfishing scheme. Imagine being the CEO of a major but, corporation and you're falling for catfishing schemes? It means you're completely, <laughs> out, you're laughing, but it means you're completely out of touch with Look, humanity. He was, he was about, he, he, did you, he, their new announcement was this newfangled technology in which uh -huh. someone it's gonna go cranks well. a reel that <laughs> yeah. shows you the, the sure. moving pictures. How yeah. was his identity re revealed? Uh, that's a good question. Did he just leave his computer open know. and somebody walked o by? I don't know if <laughs> he like, owned up to <gasps> it or him. someone was like, I know well, that not ballerina. Now, right? So they were probably like, we have your photos yeah. of your dad. <laughs> we have. <laughs> you pay us. Yep. We do have. Yeah. Them. I guess there was a report out of Semaphore that named him. So there was a, yeah, there, I guess a journalist Ugh. figured it out. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Journalism. Journalism. Works. Number three story of the week. More Brits <laughs> believe in aliens than understand ESG. How dare you? <laughs> I just like this one. First of all, the headline writer kind of gets this wrong. 13% of British people know what ESG is, right? 22% okay, 
You were supposed to wait for the drum roll. 22% believe aliens have visited Earth. <laughs> so they don't really, it's more than they believe in aliens, That's they believe the they alien. visited Earth. Yeah. <laughs> they, actually, yeah. this gels with my 20 years of experience in ESG, roughly. <laughs> okay, I believe that. Uh, I feel like this is accurate. Number four story of the week are two big mergers that went through this week. Uh, first, ExxonMobil Exxon is buying Pioneer Natural Resources for nearly $60 billion. This is the biggest wow. deal in that sector, what, since the 80s, I believe? 90s, early 90s? And here's why I included this, because let's not forget the big kerfuffle around engine number one, right? They made a big song and dance of being like ESG saviors, right? Because There's they, a lot of talk, yeah. Because they, because they, quote unquote, took over the board at Exxon and and put on three of their directors, blah blah blah. But the news today, of course, is that all three of those engine number one directors voted unanimously for the takeover of of a shale oil company, Pioneer Natural Resources. So yeah, there you go. Good. Oh, so, yeah. Look, go ahead. we were right because when that when that board picks. vote when that board vote happened. We could not figure out why everyone was saying that this is a win, win. for environmental. They were saying it. A win for they ESG. Were saying every, it. every headline was like environmental win. Finally, environmentalists get on the board of Exxon. And we kept saying, like, uh, Greg Goff was an oil executive who fought the EPA, right? I don't understand how we're framing this as an environmental win. No one could explain it to us. And we said, this is all bullshit. And lo and behold, um, you know, uh, how many years ago was that? Two, three years ago? Yeah, Where a couple years ago. It just takes two years for us to be right. That's yeah. all. The Wall Street Journal was all over that. Why? Yeah, this Biggest is why you- Biggest environmental win. This is why you should pay attention to us. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> I don't think we've sold them hard enough, though. Number two, big merger. Microsoft closes $75 billion Activision Blizzard deal. So they've basically gotten through all their hurdles, all the antitrust, all the, you know, because uh, Lena Khan at the FTC was coming after them, UK, blah, blah, blah. They got through it all. The deal's going to happen. Uh, Boo. Yeah, here's what, here's what I found about the Activision Blizzard deal. Uh, first of all, Bobby Kotick will remain with the company for a few more months is said to be resigning in 2024 at $95 per share. Bobby Kotick is going to cash out at roughly $600 million. Wow. And why we, we, we dug deal. We spent a lot of time talking about Bobby Kotick. He's the architect and author of one of the biggest like sexual harassment stories at a publicly traded company in the last few years. Why did he, we, 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 asked for so long, how the hell did this guy keep his job? Because I'll tell you why. The, the two longest serving directors that saved Bobby Kotick's Activision Blizzard, that's Chair Brian Kelly and lead independent director uh, <laughs> Robert Morgado, who also happens to be the chair of the Compensation Committee and the chair of the Nominating Committee. Uh, they both walk away with a ton of cash from this. The chair, the the chairman alone, Brian Ke Kelly, walks away with a hundred and eighteen million dollars wow. worth of stock, and even the lead independent director walks away with sixteen million dollars. This is the guy they call independent. Uh, so that's what's really going on over there at Activision there's Blizzard. A, there's nothing more independent than instant vesting of your right? of your RSUs. Yeah, and they know that they they everyone knew they had to keep this guy in place because Microsoft would not have gone through with this if if they couldn't make Bobby Kotick smell nice. So uh, does he smell nice? Have yeah. you smelled Spe him? Speaking of smelling nice, uh, my final story of the week is a good one. The Le Levi's CEO. Uh, I should know his name. This is the show we do. We this is all we do. Charles Berg, Levi's CEO Charles Good Berg. Quick googling. <laughs> he wears his jeans into the shower when they're really gross and washes them with hand soap and says you should too. That's oh, wow. my fifth, fifth story of the week. Outrage. He just keeps wearing them when they're normal gross. Yeah, it doesn't feel really uncomfortable when yeah. you're done. 
Yeah. He just like walks around as they dry off and it takes three days. I mean, well, imagine this guy's bathroom though. This is, don't, don't picture my bathroom. I mean, this is a CEO's bathroom, right? It is. It's probably a big bathroom. So he's probably got like, and he probably hands it to the, you know, the 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 lady right out, right outside the door being like, please dry these. But just a feeling of wet jeans. That's what I can't get It's not a good feeling. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. Imagine trying to take off the jeans when you're done. Like you have to like peel. Well, again, he has a valet for that. Yeah, and they get so heavy. This is not good. <laughs> I like that the logistics are what bother us. <laughs> I like right, that summer. in one in one week we had a CEO telling us to, to wear your jeans into the shower and another one getting catfish. This is just big, big for us. <laughs> yeah, big uh, CEO week. Some summarizing the story: CEOs and the war in, is in Israel. Um, uh, movie giant uh, AMC's got boss got catfished. Brits believe in aliens more than they understand ESG, which is a weird headline. That's a yeah, weird headline. Drunk. It's like uh, and mergers uh, go through and finally wash your jeans in the shower, which is cannot be the story of the week. Does anybody have a vote? Yeah. I mean, CEO is going it. after students, man. You know, I think they added the Levi CEO to lighten up the mood. The CEO mood. <laughs> yeah. But the story really is, is uh, CEOs in war and how, like, you, I think culturally we just expect you to take a stance and then we yell at you if it's not the one that we agree with that, you know? I can't get over that it's on college campuses and in companies where conservatives in this country keep saying they're discriminated against, yeah. that they should allow. In fact, they are, there were multiple proxies, shareholder proxies filed this year about viewpoint discrimination. Mm-hmm. And then students at Harvard have a viewpoint you don't agree with. And the first instinct is to discriminate against those Harvard students. Ackman said, I I want that list so mm-hmm. I can never yeah. hire them. Yeah. That's what they're yeah. saying. I don't ever want to hire them, right? Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. one thing to be on the campus during the protest and maybe he's talking to a student and he, you know, he finds out his name and blah blah gets to know the person. No, he wants Harvard no. to send him a list. A list. Of the, yeah. Uh, of all this, and, and first I'm of all, I'm sure he would want this public as well. Uh, how does Harvard even have a list of people showing up for protests? It's not, it's not a thing that we do yet. I mean, but if CEOs <laughs> have know their way, yeah, they will. Where he made this announcement? On Twitter. On X. Yes. Like yes. all of, of course, this is unfolding on Twitter, where they're basically trying to out all of the students on Twitter, where a list of other CEOs said, yeah, if you get that list, I want it too. I never want to hire these people. And it's like, okay, so you're going to fight for viewpoint discrimination for conservatives, but somebody says something you don't agree with and you're going to immediately discriminate against them. This this is literally, it's all backwards. Like everyone's a big fucking whiny snowflake. That's it, is a, it is a, I, I'm voting I, for that too. I will say that there's another story about Harvard this week. Well, first of all, there are two other ones that are notable to me. First of all, uh, Harvard researcher Claudine Gay. Uh, yeah. Golden, Cla- no, sorry, Claudia Golden oh, Claudia was awarded Golden. the Nobel yeah. Prize for her research on the gender gap, but also... Harvard graduate uh, and Florida governor Ron DeSantis said that uh, that he when he sees a doctor who graduated from Harvard, he runs the other way. He doesn't trust that. This is how crazy. This is how crazy our world is now. Yeah. I'm with that. Run the other way from the Harvard doctors. That's from the place that you went to school. Yeah. Jesse, do you have a vote? Nothing that matters. (laughs) Forgot he went there. Why Matt cast his vote? Yeah, Matt's kind of it's kind of over. War, you yeah. can't CEO and war, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. over. That's the story of the yeah. week. There you go. That's also the Moving correct on. story. Come on, and everybody, <laughs> make me happy, yeah, Ari. Come on, thing. good list hey, of the week. I got some. All right, ones. here yeah. we go. Good list of the week. Because um, Damien is really down, so you're gonna have to really pick him up here. <laughs> I'm gonna start out with the Harvard professor that you just talked. Oh, about. Oh, there you go. All right. Claudia Golden. She was awarded the Nobel Prize for Economics. Yes. Um, she's a professor who spent nearly oh her entire God. career looking into the gender gap in the labor market and the forces behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, in the past, the difference in earnings between men and women could be blamed on educational attainment and occupation choices. This makes sense, right? Like, women couldn't go to school. All right. 
However, Golden has shown that the bulk of the current earnings gap is now between men and women in the same jobs, and that it mostly emerges after the birth of a woman's first child. So the biggest culprit here, as we all know, is the division of unpaid caregiving and household labor between heterosexual couples. Heterosexual couples are ruining women's pay. So how's Miles, by the way? Right, right. So I am incredibly upset with my husband right now. (laughs) He's taking all next week off to care for a child, but that doesn't matter. Is he? Yeah, for him. Except that he can't one day. Except that he was like, yeah. <laughs> except that he already can't one day. And then he was like, what am I supposed to do with him? I'm like, I don't know. Hang out. Be bored. What am I supposed to do with him? That's <laughs> what, am I, what do I do You're with his dad? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to parent. Yeah. I hope he's listening. Okay. Um, number two, goodliest of the week. There's a couple of Trump things that actually oh. made me happy. Okay, come on. Yes. Is he in so, jail? Uh, well, not that Is happy. He dead? It was a bad Oh, <laughs> well. I don't mind saying it. You went there. Trump NDA scrapped. Hundreds of 2016 campaign staffers can now publicly criticize him. Oh, wow. But Come will on. they? But will they? And will it matter? Come on. Nice. You know who's going to be all over this? Business Insider. Yes. Okay. Business Insider, winner of the week. Yep. Well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> Business Insider. Come on. Call him up. Um, yeah, if you guys don't, were not aware, there was a lawsuit by a former staffer that turned into a class action lawsuit. So now everybody's NDAs. But I, I appreciate out. it, Ari. But what can people say now that can sully his image? Like, how are you going to tarnish his his? I mean, I really, like, what are you going to do? He he started Dude, an insurrection often, against our country. How often do NDAs get thrown out? Not very. Okay, so I hear I, like I hear that. Okay, all right. All right, maybe you'll like this one more because it involves some money. No, I don't care. Go ahead. A SPAC Uh is set to return the remaining $533 million. That's half a billion dollars, Uh Damien. Half a billion. (laughs) It's less than Bobby Kotick's getting. Yep. (laughs) Raised for Trump's social media deal. Wait, I didn't know that... They actually returned that money? I didn't know that ever happened. Well, this is what happened. $467 million worth of commitments so investors put like backtracked that much and therefore they returned it all that's, does that make sense that's, no, they, yeah there's two classes of investors here there's like your retail SPAC investors and then there's pipe investors which is private investment in a public equity like, like so you have big investors? private invest investors who are getting preferred treatment for their first investment to, first to get their payout back yeah they, first to get they are the back. ones who get are allowed to like get their payout um mm-hmm. a, after a certain period and they basically all said 467 million of 533 yep. million said forget it this deal sucks just we'll just take give us the money back took them this long took them this long to figure that out but that they got sucks? interest right they waited because it was like oh. basically they're guaranteed interest so oh, they're God. taking the guaranteed interest mm-hmm. and they get a return on their money Jesus. it was right. so this will keep Keep a billion dollars from getting to Truth Social's hands. Yeah, uh-huh. so that's a win. That's does, any, does, does anybody care about Truth Social? I mean, I don't, but I think other people do. Right. Also, the elections are coming up, so I think it will get hotter. I will say this, Matt. Hotter. This is good for our company, Freeflow LLC, because didn't we invest like fifty million into Truth Social? Didn't we? Yeah, How much did we give? <laughs> Um, we no, were big on them. We were early yes. in on them. Early, we were in. early in. We now have seven followers yeah. on Truth Social. And last but not least, this oh, is Lord. the headline. Yeah. A wildly. Wait. It is wildly. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why this is last. Start. <laughs> hyped. Don't make me laugh. I need to compose myself. <laughs> A widely hyped three-year cruise has been delayed weeks before it was set to sail because there's no ship yet. Can <laughs> <laughs> you right, believe well. there's a three-year cruise? That's this the part that's insane. shocking to me. Although, Ari, I would have laughed at that a few years ago, but now I kind of wouldn't mind. Just take me away. I mean, like, just three, three years of norovirus. Are there no TVs, though? That? Maybe you don't have to listen to the news for three years. That might be nice. Um, they'll have Wi-Fi by... Oh, I will say this. We have covered like over the last like three months or so that 
um, ships have increasingly used new technology called sails in order to reduce their emissions. I really liked, I would have really liked this story. This would have definitely been goodliest if the ship that has been delayed was a giant sailboat. Like that would have just made me happy. Because they're working on the technology. It would have been green. They were working on the new technology. All right, so the three things are Claudia Golden's Nobel Prize um, for uh, researching. I mean, come on, that's got to be it. Come on. Trump stuff, um, basically bad news for Trump. And a cruise vote? ship does not go on a cruise. Come on, that's know. always a win, I'm Matt. Really, I'm, I'm really torn. Delayed <laughs> weeks. Claudia Delayed weeks. Claudia Golden's real accomplishment. A lifelong accomplishment. Yeah, you and guys. And cruise ship You guys, not this going. is also a three-year cruise. Imagine the emissions of that's that. A win. That's true, Jesse. Imagine you show up for that trip with three years of luggage, and they're like, oh, no, <laughs> we're not going to be leaving for three more weeks. Exactly. <laughs> three years worth of snacks. Well, the good news is you have- you don't want to pay for the <laughs> Think about all the alcohol. Is it all inclusive? Oh. Think about- Well, they, well, they airdrop like, it. Even if you showed up and they're like, it's going to be delayed for five months, you're like, well, I packed for three years, so I'm fine. How do you pack for three years? I mean, it'll wait right outside. How many pairs of socks is three years? They must have sweets because, like, who wants to be in a tiny, tiny cruise room for three years? Three years in that tiny room. Jesse, you've never seen my house. People have sold their homes to go on this cruise. My vote is Claudia. Yeah, it's Claudia. It is Claudia. Come on. What are we doing here? Really stupid if we did anything else. She's only the third woman to win. Ari, you didn't even give it a game. Not only that, Mari, but she's the only. I think it's the. She's the first woman where solely her research. So she didn't share this with anybody else. This is her award. She was the first tenured professor at Harvard for. Oh, don't say Harvard. You can call her when we stop promoting you because you had a baby. So it's it's win win win. Maybe I'll call her regardless. Jesse, let's invite her. Yeah, get her on the show. Come on, what are we doing? Get her on the show. Get her on the show. I'm I'm sure she's in high demand. Yeah. That means it's time for stuff, other stuff you don't want to hear. Oh no, here we go. Assholiest of the week. All right, I have three. So usually I do four. Now that's better than four. Are already better. Um. Here's number one, core values that are so core that you can change them because you feel like it. Um, this is a story about open AI. Um, I, I want to I actually looked up the definition of a core value because I wanted to be sure that I understood that because it feels like a core value would be something that was like real and core. But Harvard Business Review in 2002 defined it as core values are the deeply ingrained principles that guide all of a company's actions. They serve as cultural cornerstones. They're defined as being inherent and sacrosanct. They are sacrosanct. (laughs) They can never be compromised. (laughs) Either for convenience or short-term economic gain, which uh, is what I thought. So when I read this headline, I thought maybe I had it wrong. OpenAI has quietly (laughs) changed its core values. Yeah, but was it it the AI that changed it or was it humans? We don't know. It's, uh, It's undisclosed. The company um, whose founder openly described like their AI as wiping out humanity, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who's saying he's worried it, about it's it. like he's very worried about it. Yeah. They changed it from um, being audacious, being thoughtful. There's like sentences after this, but who cares? Uh, being unpretentious, impact driven, collaborative and growth oriented. Uh-huh. Whatever okay. that means. To yeah. AGI focus, which is artificial general intelligence, which is defined as the intelligence of a median worker. Oh, that's that's me. Yeah, you. Damien focus. Yeah. Um, Basically replicating Damien's intelligence. Um, Anything that doesn't help with that is out of scope. What? So that, what? that's what? They, they put that oh in. Okay. 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 That's in. And then the others are intense and scrappy. What? That's a value. That's not a value, is, that a is, co- is it? Right. That's one. That counts intense as one. Intense and scrappy is one. Yep. Scale is one. That's also not a value. Is that also, scale is like growth oriented. Is that what that means? 
growth-oriented sounds a little bit like tamer. Scale sounds like blitz-scaling yeah. Uber, right? Like Uber, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, make something people love and team spirit. What Who their wrote these? Oh, my God. Make values. something people love? They replaced thoughtfulness with this crap. So now scale is actually a greater core value than the potential destruction of humankind. Because they did not adjust it to say, like, safety or our core value is, like, protecting the human race or betterment of people. In fact, the one they got rid of is impact-driven. Impact-driven is, is gone. And now scale is there. Also, Cor- thoughtful is gone, which <laughs> yeah, is a bit forget scary. Forget thoughtful. Yeah. We're not going to be thoughtful. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this? A, are they a not-for-profit company or are they for-profit? They're a fake for-profit because Microsoft made an investment in them oh, and right, they have okay. a temporary for-profit fake, status they're, they're of some kind. They're fake not-for-profit. Like, yeah. They're a fake not-for-profit. They're one of the... the the, I've never heard of this the structure that they are. And like the CEO pseudo not for profit. And the CEO holds no shares, right? No shares, but so that he, he can also, so that he can escape cleanly. But he also started a different startup that does like that payment startup, like is in like AI built like eye scanning. Doesn't mm-hmm. he have like some orb yeah. that scans your eyes for payments? Oh, I need that. So strange. No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need that. I never it's, have my wallet. It's called Something, a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to get she chipped. Said, she, Ari said she's going to use our Whole Foods got the hand yep. scanners. Yep. And she just said use she's your phone. Use just double click. She's ready to have a chip inside I of her. I always leave my phone behind. She, she I would rather wallet. rub your she's, hand yeah, on a hand scanner. Just don't I eat. I will rub my belly button no, if it means I don't have to carry Ari, anything. just steal the apple and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Yeah. Ladies. Stop no. enabling man babies just to be close to power. It's your fault now, Ugh. not theirs. All of a sudden, it's Wait, the lady's fault. How is this it's, as holiest? Help me out. Because, um, we so we had, last week we had Twitter, two weeks ago, we had Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino yeah. basically melting down at a conference. Mm-hmm. She has now um, said that, <laughs> this is the headline, I thought the headline was funny, Twitter CEO says that due to reasons she has to cancel <laughs> yeah. appearance defending yeah. Elon Musk's deranged behavior. Yeah. Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino <laughs> has now canceled all upcoming appearances in order so that she can focus on the Israel-Hamas conflict mm-hmm. um, and how Twitter's responding to that. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is responding to that, however oh, he God. feels like responding to that, sure. because she's tired of being asked if she's not really the CEO, right? Like, well, notice she's that- not the CEO. Hey, yeah, it's valid of getting tired of being asked the same question when it's very clear to everyone already the answer. <laughs> yeah, notice but that the EU... Point, doesn't she, doesn't, isn't she enabling Elon Musk? Yeah. Like, she's the one who's taking all I know, this heat? and this is what happened last week. Like, I went from feeling bad for her to just being what? pissed. How? Oh, I don't feel bad for Why her. Why would you feel I bad feel for bad her, for though? Her. But she knew the job she was taking, though. Not to mention because that she she didn't she didn't really have a, the background to, to do this job. I mean, she was in this is who? Ad, she was in ad sales at a t, right at a TV network. Well, he, she was he was, she was at NBC. He okay, was being but manipulative the whole time because that article came out about how she didn't even know she got the job and he yes. went public with it and right. she had to go like run to her boss. Yeah, so yeah. she was manipulated be, be, the whole the time because. Thing. Because he liked the way she asked him questions. She, he liked the way she pushed back on him, asked questions. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's, I kind of like this, Matt. I'll see if I agree with the, the next. Well, the next one is Qantas's chair of the board, board Goiter. Yeah, Richard Goiter. He, he basically has a fake apology where he says, we are sorry. And Vanessa Hudson went out and said, I am sorry. New right? CEO. Why wait, wait. is yeah. the new CEO taking on personal responsibility, but the man babies, Alan Joyce leaves before he has to apologize, even though it's all on his watch, and Richard Goiter sticks around just long enough to say, we are sorry, but never takes his own, bl- never t- takes the blame. Instead, they basically put Vanessa Hudson as a human body shield out yeah. in front of employees. Wait. She got grilled by the government. To be clear, yeah. who but this are we? Is everything she's worked who for. Who are we angry at here in this category, Matt? The women enabling or the men? Enabling the man. Enabling enabling the men. Enabling. So this is a so this is a giant right. like Cheryl Sandberg 
category, right? Yes. And it's like, and it's like, because the next one is. Is she the OG enabler? Yeah, the OG enabler. (laughs) The next one is Carolyn Ellison. Oh. If you're reading her testimony, she, she actually knew it was wrong. She, as part of her testimony, she said, um, FTX, Sam Bankman Freed asked her to make alternate balance sheets Mm -hmm. to give to their investors that don't show them in as bad a light. So she made seven and he chose the seventh balance sheet. What an overachiever. So the first one. She's like, this one's slightly wrong. No. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, they get progressively wronger as they go like, well, we could do this in this bucket. Is she an accountant? No, of Seven. course not. She, just she his was, girlfriend. She, she, was yeah. his she does girlfriend just his girlfriend the hedge fund and effectively standing on the grenade for him. Right, Matt? Like, does she have immunity or like? What did she make a plea no, agreement? She cut a deal. Yeah, okay. she cut what, a deal. What, is she going to serve time? Or I'm do we sure know? she'll serve time. I okay. think. That, I, I and think, then she's going to write a book. Because and this then is that's because what you're just describing is really terrible. I mean, it's yeah, that's yeah, horrible. It's high yeah. level fraud. I mean, it's alternative. Thank you, Kelly and Conway, for coming up with alternative. <laughs> it's alternative fraud. But she's the one. My means. problem is like Carolyn, at the, like in order to be the CEO of Alameda, mm-hmm. you're basically willing to enable a giant man baby who's like who's actually a man baby because he's like 30, 20. Well, he's in his 20s, early 30s. Who, who he does qualify, all, yeah. Really highly of yeah, himself. Yeah, I mean, look at that hair. So we like... We've got multiple stories just in the last week, week and a half of women who are uses, using themselves, allowing themselves to be used as human body shields to well, protect these asshole man babies. But Matt, this them. is or this they're is, using the asshole man babies to get to the top to what they thought was well, the top. Th- yeah, but Matt, this is that. The, and yes, Ari, like this is the question though about the Glasscliff CEO scenario, right? Is like, sh- should these women not? take these jobs because how else are they going to get promoted to that yeah. level right I mean I was going to say well, but after they take these jobs but after they take these jobs right. do there they aren't. ever get there another alternatives. job no but, but Jesse's but Jesse's right there are there are no alternatives I mean it's kind how, of like they're stuck between a rock well, and a however if Elon Musk calls me I will not answer the phone well, maybe you should though. We might need an investment. We could use his yeah. money. Like he's okay. got a lot. Here's my favorite thing that came shield. out. Here's my favorite thing that came out of that testimony, Matt. That that the CEO of FTX said that he thought there was a five percent chance he'll be president one day. I like that. I like that he put. <laughs> I like that he had a very specific number. And now, you know, I think that he might be right. Actually, I think all CEOs roughly have like a five percent chance to be C- to be president. Why not? Bob Iger was like a twenty percent. Yeah, chance I like that. I like that. Yeah. One. Um, and number three, um, stop giving credit to billionaires without doing populist math first. Here was the headline. Ooh, I like populist math. St. Louis will pay $500 per month for residents to lift themselves out of poverty in a program partly funded by partly Jack funded. Dorsey. Okay. I'm so glad you chose this. Aren't you so happy that I didn't get duped by this headline for Good List of the Week? What, really? Uh, that, so that, gl- Ari, you might have been let go from the show. If you <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we would have let it get to that point. And all we right, would have right, blamed it on right. Miles. Um, here's the real numbers. Federal COVID money made up $5 million of those payouts, and okay. Dorsey money was $1 million. And just for a refresher, Dorsey is currently worth $3.3 billion. Yeah, so he gave $1 million. And much of that net worth is based on a platform that we worry is like rotting our world, right? Yeah, that's, correct. that's Twitter or X or whatever the hell it is. Wow, yeah. Damien, that must have been really difficult for you to say. Uh, yeah, because he loves Jack Dorsey. I, I don't know why <laughs> that him. myth yeah, exists, but is, is it because true. he had a beard and I had a beard? Is that oh, it? It's Jack. Maybe. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Here's a populist math alert. Yeah. Because I saw this and then decided, well, okay, they're raising like St. Louis residents, a few of them, out of poverty and right. giving credit to Jack Dorsey. What if Jack Dorsey and his his guild of billionaires actually did something. The poverty line for a family of four in the United States is $30,000. That's, That's $2,500 per month gross, yeah. right? Okay. The number of families that fall below that poverty line is 7.4 million. So if you gave the 7.4 million families that fall mm-hmm. under the poverty line, the amount to get them over the poverty line, let's just say half of that 30,000 a month, okay. right? 
or thirty thousand a year, twelve hundred fifty dollars a month. Right. That's hundred and eleven billion dollars that it would cost, which is like for a year to get yep. everyone in America over mm-hmm. the poverty line. Everyone in America. Everyone who's in po- who's poor in America over yep. the poverty line. Elon Musk's net worth is obviously two hundred sixty-one billion, but he would never do it alone. So what I did was I took the top 15 U.S. billionaires and prorated based on how many billions they have, how much they'd have to spend. And it turns out that they would have to spend the most would be Elon Musk at 15 billion. Everybody else is giving like a billion or so. Wow. And they're still still hundreds of billionaires. They still are billionaires multiple times over. And they could lift all of America out of poverty. Matt, for a year. I will say this: that was great math and a great explanation. But I think you 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 left the populist math behind when you did when you prorated something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize prorating yeah. was against populist math. All right, those are your three. It is Ooh, core values, is so hard. core you can change them. Lady human body shields enabling man babies and giving credit to billionaires without doing populist math. Uh. I don't know where to go on this one. I'll let one of you start on this one. I, it, it feels so bad to <laughs> vote for the enabler women. Is that your vote? Things. No, it's not. Okay. It feels too bad, I said. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, core values that change like that. You know, it just reminds me of my core workout, which changes as soon as I start. <laughs> I don't know where that is. I don't know just, what you're talking about. I don't even know my core is that your workout. Vote? Core values? Is that your vote? No, I'm going to go with billionaires because they didn't even click on that headline. Well, I, I will say this, this that, that, that that's the headline writer. That's not Jack Dorsey necessarily taking the credit. Oh, but of course I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just Jack saying. Dorsey. But they went to Jack Dorsey and said, do you want to be a part of this? And he could have said, I'll fund the entire Anonymously, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I'll fund it all. Yeah. I mean, did you guys see the headline of the billionaire that died and gave yes. away all oh. his money? Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Damien does not like any Whatever, billionaires giving anything away. <laughs> yeah, I'm, why, why okay, do they have it in the um, first place? Yeah, go I'm ahead, voting Jesse. for core values. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of knew you would. You seem like that kind of person. Just, just because we well, have a person yeah. who has Hello. core values that don't yeah. change. You mean? <laughs> well, she's the like, core value person of our at our company. Um, <laughs> just because the, we haven't had a tie, core workout person, and <laughs> Jesse's the core value person. Just because we haven't had a tie in a while, and actually, I would have voted for this one anyway because it aligns with our company the best. I'm going to go with the uh, uh, women enabling man babies. Oh, that's wow. what Matt's going to pick. Wow. No, so, I'm okay, going to go. So with, I'm going to go Break with the core tie. values. Oh, core values. Oh, I the winner. Jesse, it's not a contest, Jesse. It's first time, To though. Matt, Look, it is. We spent, and this is his section. At this company, Damien, you and I spent like the first six months of it with Dan Rogotchnik, yeah. um, who is an amazing human, going through what our core values are yeah. and our mission are and all that stuff. And I went back to those documents when I saw this, and I was like, no, our core values are still our core values. We don't- Wait, we, we didn't have scale in there? No, we did not have scale <laughs> Maybe in there. Maybe we should apparently. have. Um, Change it. And yeah. I just can't abide. Like, what is the point of calling something core to you if you can just edit it to include scale, Bad. which makes you sound like Travis it, Kalanick, you and assholes. And it sounds like a 10-year-old edited that and added what they wanted. I mean, the, the, it was what, AI. How Make is it, it something convinced. people love. How is a core value AGI focus? How is that, what is that? That's not a value? No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's not a that thing. Um, yeah, all right. So, yeah, right. that one's the winner, which means we're on to <laughs> Jesse's going to exhaust us even more. Oh, no. The show's going into his seventh hour. Come on, Jesse. Why? I don't. I don't think they're so. Put us to sleep. Not, Come on. They're not Exhaust awful us. this week. Okay. First headline: The UN's Green Climate Fund missed its target because of wealthy nations. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> so the United Nations fell short. It had a ten billion, tar- uh, ten billion dollar target for its second pledge conference, which happened in Germany this past week, to replenish funds. This was established in 2010 to help developing countries cut emissions and prepare for climate change and what's to come. And this year, five nations did not renew their commitments. Do you think the U.S. is one of those? No way. Of course it is. Yes. U.S. I wouldn't expect that under Biden, though. Right. I know. It kind of surprising. Australia, Italy, Sweden, Switzerland, and the U.S. And 
Mind you, the U.S. and China are the world's top polluters. We know this. We didn't renew our pledge, and China has never pledged. Well, so of course. Blah, some blah, of, blah. Some of the other wealthier nations are trying to uh, get both us and China to put money where our mouth is. Good luck you know, with those that. Those poor countries just need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps yeah, and stop right? climate change. Let's give them $500 a month. <laughs> Maybe Jack Dorsey they should, should be get able involved. to fight the tsunamis <laughs> the and whole the country. earthquakes, all of those <laughs> things. Figure it out. Why does Jack Dorsey care about St. Louis anyway? Is he from St. Louis? He must be. How dare you? <laughs> I have thought no you idea. would know. All right, moving on. Moving on, Ford says it won't raise its offer to Auto Workers Union. Ooh. That what kind of negotiation tactic is that? They're just they're done. <laughs> they're they're like, just they're no. giving up. And the reason Walk okay, out, dare you. The reason that they cited is we are at the limit. Any more will stretch our ability to invest in the business. And then they go on later in the article to say specifically their uh, EV targets. And I just don't know how I feel about this because then I looked up if they've gotten any government help and they just agreed in July to a $9.2 billion loan from the government to build three electric vehicle battery plants. It's estimated that the loan is going to create 7,500 staff positions. Do you think that maybe you should pay your workers so you actually have 7,500 people that want to work there? Otherwise, (sighs) I don't know. How are you going to fill those jobs? I'm we are at the limit. How much is the Ford family worth? Because this yeah. this is a fake public company. It's a dual class fake public company, right? I, I, so I think I'm gonna dress up my child as a UAW striking worker. <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird choice. You're fetishizing the striking worker. That's so strange. <laughs> this Aww. just seems. It just seems Wait, like okay. To it. What does a striking a worker dress like? Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. Just uh, all right. Maybe, don't. and then I'll be Mary Barrow. Oh, oh. Uh, Matt, that at least that's is accurate. Spooky. <laughs> Matt, as of 2014, the Ford family was said to be worth $27 billion. Oh, they're definitely at their it's limit. Not enough. They're yeah. at their yeah. limit. Why they're don't they just limit. donate a little bit of their money? Uh, I just, yeah, I just don't for like, EV goals and then just pay your workers. I don't get the strategy of announcing that anyway. I, 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 I yeah, I don't, I don't really under, quite understand that one, but what All else right. you got, Jesse? Oh, yeah, what's the last one? Here? All right, last one. The 100 largest low wage employers have spent 341 billion on stock buybacks since 2020. It's kind of like oh. the same story as Ford, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, but this is centered on stock buyback. Wow, Just misuse of, of company money, sort of, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. No, um, it's the same thing that happened prior to COVID with the airlines. The airlines spent every dollar they had on share buybacks. And then COVID hit, and then like, they oh, needed a bailout because they had zero cash. They had well, zero yeah. reserves. And the difference between... And the they f- still laid everybody off. And they, they still furloughed everybody, or like it was their problems everywhere. But the difference between Ford and the auto workers union and low-wage employers are, number one, the low-wage employers don't generally have unions, unions right? Yeah. Like they tend to be hourly wage employees. Who knows? And, it could change. And, and number two, you are talking about like a group of directors, share buybacks go into our data, right? Like these are the people have to uh, like approve them. The, the directors have to approve them. The boards have to approve it, which means you have a host of people who have effectively said, well, it's worth more to do share buybacks than to increase salaries it's or to do anything to else. line our pockets than to Just so pass you know. this money along to our employees. Jesse, just so you know, Ford Motor Company has bought mm-hmm. back $3.5 billion in the last 10 years. Wow. Stock bought back $3.5 They're billion. They're at their limit. They're well, limit, Damien. Yeah. One, of, one of the companies listed in this article is Lowe's, and they've mm-hmm. bought back $35 billion okay. when their average employee salary is less than 30 k So Is that right? It's that low? It's that low. Okay. So in 
for let me just put this in perspective because I liked this statistic. In 2022 alone, they spent 14 billion on buybacks. That mm-hmm. would be enough to give every one of their 301,000 U.S. employees a $47,000 bonus. Yeah, but I, <laughs> but even 47,000. I don't know about Dave though. Dave was kind of annoying last year. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I would I would ask Dave first and give his money to Jane. Anyways, this feel this doesn't feel new at all. Ugh. This has been this happening is forever. It's robbery. It's robbery to me. Nailed yeah, so. I'm gonna say that's my vote. That I don't need to. Matt, well, right I, don't out of the gate. Even th- I don't even need to think about the other ones because, I mean, Ford just seems like a stupid negotiating tactic. Like I we sorry. I know everybody else is negotiating with you, but we will no longer negotiate. Uh, it's basically, I don't know. It just seems dumb. And that the, the these countries don't... You don't care don't, that the U.S. is not making good on its I'm just, pledges? No, I, I'm not surprised by it. Like, it's not yeah, exhausting me. Because I'm a little surprised. It's, it's Biden. So, it's I'm not so surprised whatever. that Italy's not making but good on its pledges. But share buybacks, stock buybacks are perpetually exhausting. It seems like such a dumb, uneconomic use of capital. Damn. Well, it's a one-time this is why I payment wanted to go first. to an investor. Yeah, I want to poison your mind because that's the right of, answer. Speaking of Biden, uh, if he has his way, th- th- he he's already introduced a tax on buybacks. And they say if he has his way and he can pass this through, that that tax will escalate enough over the next five years that they say it actually will prevent companies from mm. doing greatest stock. But the question is, will he be around long enough? Will he have the Congress to get this through? But but he wants to tax them enough to prevent that. Yeah. So that is that would, that something would be good great. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want lots of things. That would That's be great. Right. Share buybacks. Oh, Share so there's no... So you're, you're, you're playing the game wrong once again. So the, I don't even need to I vote. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> what would have your vote been? Uh, am I exhausted by stock buybacks? Um, uh, yes. I, you know, Matt, you raised an interesting point to me, which was, uh, you know, talking about the the owners of Ford's wealth. I, I, I know it's like, you're not allowed to talk about that in corporate America. You're not allowed to, we're not allowed to talk about the executive's wealth, the, the owner's wealth. We're, we're only supposed to fixate on this like weird idea of what shareholder wealth. Yeah, I don't even know yeah, the company's but wealth. I, I I hadn't thought of that. I should have thought of that, but uh, I th- I just thought it was interesting. I would have voted for that because of that. It just it just making my mind uh, percolate. I like that. Um. Well, too bad you lost anyway. But bad, that means. Know. We're on to winners and predictions. Thank God. I'm ready for lunch. Damn I have man. a winner. Oh, you have a winner? Go ahead. I already know who won this week, and it's only because of yesterday. It Miles. took one day for them to win the entire week, and that Go is ahead. movie theaters. Wow. Movie, movie theaters won the week. Can I, because com- can I complain against? Yeah, go ahead. Why? <laughs> no. Why? You, no, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I thought you I know said what you're you were say. ready for lunch. Are you gonna Don't say complain. Taylor Swift? Are you gonna say Taylor Swift? Obviously. Okay. That's can I just say? Wrong. Can I just get this off my chest? Uh, Go on. My, my wife bought tickets for this stupid thing, right? Well, it's fine. I don't care. It's like have a movie about Taylor Swift. Uh, it's great. Uh, she got at a local movie theater that usually charges twelve dollars for these tickets. These tickets are twenty dollars. So, so, so Taylor Swift is finding yet another way to rip off her fans. Um, Why can't it be a regular movie ticket price, Ari? Why? Time out. Okay. Time out. No, there is don't, no time out. What is wrong with that, this person? Does that actually go to her though? She set, the, set prices? the price. I don't know yeah, how this no. works. Please. You guys are going to, yeah, you get, this is like Cheryl Sandberg. You're going to forgive her because she doesn't have any power in this. And she might be ripping uh, off her fans across the world, but she has no power, right? Which, Listen, the people that are going there, fault, the people right? that are going to this fault. movie are the ones that can't afford to go to the concert. Okay, so. Ari. So let them That's pay $12 true. instead Wait, of $20. Wait, is it a video of the concert? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is it, the, what is it? Like you just woke Jesse's up. Jesse's living under a rock. <laughs> I haven't heard. Yeah, I didn't catch this. So the, your winner is movie theater. So it's Adam Aaron, movie the catfish theaters. CEO. That's who your winner yes. is then. Yeah. He's the winner. He's the winner. His dick picks win. Uh, <laughs> and that, Damien, your winner was... Uh, my winner oh, yeah. was more yeah. was more depressing, which is nobody. This week sucks. 
But then I thought at the very end, I'll be cheerful and say it's probably Bobby Kotick. Oh, yeah, that's a real cheerful. I mean, look, he's getting $95 per share. Yeah, he owns millions of shares. He's walking away with over $600 million despite, uh, yeah, despite all the crap. There's no justice in the world. He oversaw. Jesse, who's your winner? My winner is aliens because of what Damien had mentioned about. The, the Brits. A- the aliens <laughs> and, are winners. Yeah. And definitely not us. We are not winners in that in the UK. No. That's bad. Maybe we could do you think we could sell the aliens ESG products? Maybe we've got some maybe we'll probably just steal them. Should we change George? Switch out George as our mascot to an alien. For an alien? Um, um my, winner, above him. my winner is someone no one has ever heard of. And it's a woman named Lulu Messervy. Actually, I do. I actually have heard of her because I was just looking into Activision today. She was hired as the executive vice president of corporate affairs and chief communications officer at Activision. Mm-hmm. She was hired in October of 2022, right after the acquisition was announced, sure. Sure. and in the middle of Kotick fielding questions about unionization, ongoing harassment probes, all of this stuff. They basically hired a human body shield to go out there and talk to the oh people God, and protect Matt. Bobby Kotick. Mm-hmm. She is an, a young Asian woman. Okay, so. Okay. Put her up in front of the microphone. Why is she a winner? Let her, let her answer the question. She questions. was just an asshole here's, 10 minutes ago. Here's because why she's a winner. Because Assholes the merger deal is going through. Because the merger deal went through, yeah. they instantly vest any restricted vested stock when the merger happens, which means she signed a contract with $3 million in restricted stock nice. units with a three-year vest that immediately vested today. She can now quit and laugh all the way to the bank, not as a human body shield but having done effectively 11 months of work and is made that really three million three dollars million? in stock what? Can it, is Matt, that really worth three million well i mean she comes out on scathe matt can i parody your winner with even more nerdy uh free flow analytics I, you would love We're parodies yeah. uh, <laughs> activision Pl- blizzard set up a workplace responsibility committee right for the sexual harassment scandal and, and again this scandal was so bad that bobby kotick gave up all compensation for the future. Like he gave up getting paid because this scandal was so bad. This is how bad it was. And And he still made 600 million. And the year, because the year before, the year before Wait. he uh, gave up his pay, he made $154 million. So anyway, they created this Workplace Responsibility Committee. It consisted of two women, of course, Don mm-hmm. Ostroff and Ravita Bowers. And they combined are walking away. Remember, these are independent directors that were on an oversight committee to get rid of harassment at Activision Blizzard. They, too, Matt, are walking away with a combined $3 million in, yeah, in, in nice. investing shares. Look, I don't mind being used as human body shield when you got paid to be used as human body shield and got out before you actually had to be the shield. That's what I'm saying. What I'm just tired of is calling these directors independent when they're worth so many millions of dollars. Uh, They're getting paid uh, in shares and cash, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I really want to get paid for doing like 12 meetings a year. That <laughs> sounds let's, amazing. Let's get, let's get the predictions. All right, predictions. Damien, what's who's your, what's your prediction? Uh, because I'm Glass Cliff CEO fixated this year, I w- immediately thinking that uh, based on the catfishing, based on the fact that he's <laughs> old and stupid, based on the fact that uh, AMC Entertainment is a disaster and he's been at the helm since 2016, I believe, <laughs> I think Adam Aaron will be out. And of course, they will replace him with a woman to clean up. Ooh, you heard it there first. It is an official Glass Cliff CEO potential alert. You're going to love Jesse's prediction. (laughs) Jesse, what's your prediction? I don't have, I was just told a minute before this show that I don't understand Glass Cliffs. (laughs) Oh. Just read it as you wrote it. Because I chose, I chose, uh, Wait. <laughs> well, Jesse, can I just say something before you say anything? But you're you're gonna understand Glasscliff soon because when as our company crumbles to the ground and Matt steps down as CEO, you will yeah. take over. That's correct. Well, to help sweep up the the, 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 the dust I and dirt. of my. I understand. I understand what they are. I just don't understand the timing. Right. I basically made a statement about a Glasscliffer. Jesse's is- prediction was that Under Armour is gonna have a Glasscliff CEO. 
After. They already hired After they just hired oh, right. they, already, yeah. they have a new <laughs> CEO. Yeah. I basically think she is going to fail like all Glasgow oh. CEOs well, do. No, she's not going to fail. She, the company is failing and it's an impossible <laughs> task to turn around. And she's not going to turn it around. He's still yeah. on yeah, yeah, the yeah. board. He's still lurking. It's a lurking founder situation. <laughs> All right, my prediction um, is a bit longer, and it is because um, Ari doesn't have one. I don't have one. Um, uh, this don't be fooled by this headline: Dollar General stock jumps after it brings back former CEO Ooh, to jolt slowing sales growth. Mm -hmm. So this is a boomerang CEO situation. The boomerang CEO in this case is Todd Vasos or Vasos. Okay. I don't know, mm -hmm. um, but he, according to our data, is not the highest influence on the board. The highest influence on the board is the chair of the board, Michael Calbert. And the reason why is not only is he the chair, but he works at KKR, who bought Dollar General in 2007 and re-IPO'd them in 2013. He's been, he's the longest tenured director with another guy, um, uh, Bryant. They sit on almost every committee, one of them, and they basically engineered the boomerang. So here is my prediction to round us out of this seven-hour show. My prediction is Calbert and KKR actually fire the Boomerang CEO and re-re-buy Dollar General inside oh. 18 months. Wow. Calbert himself has made the CEO, and then they re-re-re-IPO oh by God. 2027. <laughs> And he's remade, re-remade the chair of the board. I'm That's exhausted. I, I think I think what Matt's saying is that to all the workers at Dollar General, now is the time to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> time to get out. That's our show. It's Damian Rollis and Jesse Money Whisperer and Ari the Data Queen. I was an analyst whole the entire show. We are free float. If you like this, come back next week for more of whatever this is. And go to freefloatanalytics.com. Sign up. All the things we talk about influence, we talk about, you know, director performance, it's all there. It's all for you to look at. Until next week, good bye.